We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It's Vern's Hot Stove here on 610 Sports Radio. So very excited to bring you Royals baseball tomorrow here on 610. Getting ready for our 15th summer as your home for the boys in blue. And as promised, uh, the big news of the day, the introductory press conference for Zach Granke back for the first time today. And my first glimpse was him walking to the backfields with our first guest tonight. He is the Royals Hall of Famer, the five-time All-Star. His lifetime OPS of 861 in a Royals uniform is tops in franchise history among players with at least 2,500 at-bats. He's the great number 29. He's Mike Sweeney. Mike, thank you very much for the time tonight. Hey, Vernon. Honor to be on your show, brother. Um, it's been a joy to see uh, you here and surprise with us and just the buzz around camp. Uh, baseball, we were talking earlier today that, you know, a week ago at 1 o'clock Arizona time, we were still in lockout, and it was a gloomy atmosphere here, yet um, the lockout saw players come in starting the next day and and it feels like Christmas every day you, you get in, into the ballpark here in Surprise. And especially um, Christmas came early this year when, when we saw number 23 come into camp uh, this morning and wearing royal blue again, man. It's, it's an exciting day. And I'm sure the buzz is felt amongst our fans back in Kansas City. There's no question about it. Well, well take me through your last 24, 48 hours. I don't know how... Uh, much information uh, you had, um, but your perspective is this team makes the decision and uh, entices Zach back, and then and then seeing him back in that royal blue. T- take us through uh, your day with your old teammate. So you know, I think this was kind of cool how the the ball started. Um, you know, the legend, the king of Kansas City, George Brett. Um, he's out golfing at Whisper Rock here in Scottsdale, where George and Leslie have a second home, and. Um, I guess one of the, the head pros comes up to George and they're at the turn and says, Hey, we got a new member and we we're wondering if this young guy, he, he just joined, wants to know if he can jump in with some guys that he's never met before. And he goes, yeah, send, send him over. He goes, what's his name? He said, his name's Zach. The, the head pro didn't know it was Zach Granke, you know, future hall of famer. And, uh, George says they make the turn and they're getting ready to tee off on 10 and up walks Zach Granke. And, uh, George says he plays the back nine with Zach and, you know, they caught up, and he said, so what do you want to do? And Zach said, I want to finish my career as a Kansas City Royal. So George came with it and called Dayton and, and all, you know, J.J. Piccolo, and kind of that started the ball rolling. Um, and then it moved quickly. Once the lockout ended, uh, you know, they, they got in touch with Zach's camp, and a few nights ago, Skipper Mike Matheny and Dayton and J.J. 
a few other the, of the higher-ups. They had Zach over for dinner, and apparently they had an amazing conversation. It was two-way. They said Zach asked some really tough questions, and they answered them well. And they asked Zach some tough questions, and Zach answered them really well. And after that dinner, there wasn't one person within the Royals organization who did not want Zach Greinke back in Royal Blue, and they uh, they made it happen. So, uh, yeah, this morning it was it was quite uh, Zach Greinke esque. Uh, you know, he had his press conference with you guys this morning, and it happened to coincide with the stretching of, of the team. So Zach came out a few minutes late, and um, I'm George Brett Field, Field One. Um, we had all of our minor league pitchers assembling with our minor league pitching coordinator, uh, Jason Simontachi, giving a speech. And after the talk, Zach just kind of meandered out, and amongst about 80 minor league pitchers, Zach just stood in the back and was listening wholeheartedly until, until one of our minor league coordinators went over and said, Hey, Zach, um, you're with the big league team. <laughs> you're up on the other field. And Zach got a big smile on, my, on his face and started walking up, and that's where you know, he and I connected. And Zach, just, he, he seemed so at ease. Um, the last time you know, I, I was blessed to play with Zach in 2004, 5, 6, and 7, and I was there for one of the toughest times in his journey. Um, but I walked with him, and I was a great teammate. But yet Zach was an innocent kid um, that was um, – battling some anxiety and um, social issues, but, man, he's overcome them. And, you know, to see Zach, the last time he was my teammate, you know, he was um, he was on his way to becoming a Cy Young Award winner and a future Hall of Famer, yes, but inside he, he was battling. But now he's a confident 230-win major league player. He's 180 strikeouts away from 3,000, and um, – you know, he told me flat out, hey, I'm, I'm not here for a one-year show. I'm here, I want to pitch till I'm 40, and I want to pitch, I want to finish my career in Royal Blue. And Zach's excited. He's excited to take on the role of leader uh, for our young crop of uh, pitching studs. And um, it's, it's a new Zach Greinke, I'll tell you. It's, um, it's not the same kid that was here as a, as a 19, 20-year-old kid. I mean, this guy's confident. He's got a Ph.D. in pitching. And uh, if I was going to bet money, um, you know, I would say eight, eight years from now when he goes into Cooperstown's Hall of Fame, I think he'll be wearing royal blue. No question. Royals Hall of Famer Mike Sweeney joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Could you have believed in 2005 when he leads the league in losses and is going through so much off the field the following summer uh, that you'd be here in 2022 saying that, that this guy's going to jo- join George in Cooperstown, possibly with that Casey hat? Man, well, I, I would hope so. I, I remember the great Art Stewart who passed away, and we're going to honor him this upcoming season. Art Stewart was so excited when we drafted Zach Granke, and um, Art was instrumental in, in Zach's uh, development and progress and and even him becoming a Cy Young Award winner um, with the Kansas City Royals. And, you know, here we are honoring Art this year and, you know, bringing Zach back. And I don't know who's going to be the opening day starter, but, man, it's going to give me goosebumps if just at the thought of having a celebration, celebrating Art Stewart, and then seeing if it is Zach Granke, our number one on opening day, seeing Coffin Stadium packed with almost 40,000 fans uh, cheering on number 23. So, um, I, to answer your question, I didn't know if Zach was going to become the pitcher that he has become, but I knew he had the talent to do it for sure. Um, once his heart 
and his mind and his soul were, were fully in um, on pitching, the whole world has seen what Zach Greinke is capable of, and he's showing no signs of slowing down. Mike, that, that picture that you paint on opening day just gave me chills, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you, you realize, man, we haven't had a 40K opening day since 2019. Uh, yeah, right? 2020. Yeah, yeah. 2019. That's, yep. that's going to be something else. And to honor the great late Art Stewart, boy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's oh. going to be a lot of, and, lot of fun. As you know, you know, Art Stewart, he's kind of known as the godfather of the Kansas City Royals. He's the longest tenured Royals employee. And it's kind of funny. It's the only thing that George Brett is second in <laughs> is, is being second to Art Stewart as the longest tenured employee. Um, but, um, it's, I mean, just to, to think about, we're going to honor Art Stewart on opening day. Um, George Brett, who's, you know, Mr. Royal, the king of Kansas City, is going to be there on hand, Mr. 3000. And then here, hopefully, our starting pitcher is going to be a guy that's maybe, you know, six months or maybe a year away from, a year and a half away from achieving the 3000 strikeout club, which puts him in the league class. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how things are back home for the fans that are, you know, driving home from work right now or, uh, listening to a radio on their, uh, on their, on their computer, but, um, there is a certain buzz in, in camp that hasn't been here in a long time. And even the, the young players, when there was rumors going around and with Twitter and Instagram and all the other stuff that I don't know anything about, the guys were catching glimpses of rumors. Our Royals came to an agreement with Zach Granke. I went in the locker room yesterday about, uh, about 3 o'clock, and there were seven or eight pitchers huddled around um, a table. And all of them have their phones out, and they were all pointing and showing it to each other. And it was all centered on Zach Granke, and there there was a buzz amongst the guys. And you know, when Zach showed up today, it's it's even gotten bigger. Who was that for you? Whether it was a teammate or an opponent, running into him maybe out in center field before a series, where you had to pinch yourself. Wow, uh, who was it? A teammate that I had to pinch myself? A well, teammate or opponent? Just that that meeting maybe before a series out in center field, where you're like, "Wow, I'm shaking hands with." Yeah, man. Well, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you, my when I became a big leaguer, um, I think I was the same way for Zach Granke when he became a big leaguer. There were three guys that walked alongside of me and that really helped me transition from a scared 22-year-old boy from Southern California to becoming a confident leader in the clubhouse. And it was, uh, it was Mr. Uh, Jeff Montgomery, you know, Royals Hall of Famer. Um, it was Mike McFarland who mentored me not only in the clubhouse but but off the field as well, who's a wonderful man and uh, one of probably the greatest mentor I had, he and Monty. And then lastly, a, a pitcher, uh, Tim Belcher. These three guys showed me what it meant to be a big leaguer and to set an example for your teammates. And I was that same way for Zach. But I'll tell you, years later, I got a chance to play with, with greats like Roy Halladay and Ken Griffey Jr. and Ichiro. And, you know, the, the first time you, you say hello to them, you're like, wow. But within about five minutes, you go, man, they're, they're, they're here for the same reason I am, is to win a championship. And that's what Zach Granke has been since he got here. Everything is about, hey, I'm here to mentor. Um, I'm here to win. I'm here to win a championship. And I'm here to help these young guys get better. And that's what makes Zach so special. He's evolved from, you know, uh, what, what some would say, one, one of the most unique players in baseball 
to um, evolving into, you know, a mo- most likely a bona fide Hall of Famer. Mike Sweeney is our guest on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, well, speaking of that, that time in Seattle and Granke, I, uh, you, you, you faced him during that Cy Young tornado yeah. season that he had in 2009. What do you remember about that late August game? Well, I, I remember hitting the ball to the left center field that um, I knew I missed, and uh, and Zach thought I got it, <laughs> and uh, and they, I think it must have been I don't know if it was Locaine, uh, I don't know who was center fielder at the time, but he caught it at the warning track, and I knew I didn't get it. Zach thought I got him, and as I ran off the field, Zach looked at me with that little side that smirk that you know, kind of talking out the side of his mouth type thing. And I remember just laughing, going, oh, Zach, he is beautiful. After the game, he said, I thought, I thought you hit a home run off me. And I said, oh, I knew right off the bat it was an F8. But, uh, but that's what I remember most, um, just competing against him, knowing that, you know, this, this guy is like a young brother to me. And, um, yeah, couldn't be happier for the organization. You know, this is one of the first things that J.J. Piccolo has done as general manager. And, um you know, to hear Dayton Moore say that this is the most excited he's been since we won a World Series, um, that says a lot. That afternoon in Seattle, in left field, David DeJesus, and in center field, the Royals' director of player development, Mitch Meyer, taking oh, on your baby. Seattle Mariner. <laughs> well, pull that up? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have a lot of time on my hands. I have a lot of time on my hands. This is what I do all day. We'll just we'll call we'll call it a great memory, Vern. Well, let me and and I'll let you go on this. And I'm so very grateful for the time tonight. Um, we we yeah, talk about tenure, and we're all ashamed to talk about our tenure when we're talking about Art Stewart, like we were. Uh, yeah. But for someone that played 16 years in the big leagues, what stands out to you most about the way Zach has grinded through 18 and is now preparing for number 19? I think it's just resilience. Um, you know, the game's not easy. Uh, the fans out there, it, it may look easy on TV or if you're sitting up in, uh, you know, the, the, the second level of seats, it, the game might look pretty easy, but doggone, you're facing the best in the world every single day. Even when you hit a ball hard, you know, you're facing, you get nine of the best defenders out there and running down balls. It's, it's a tough game. And then after, after the game, you're, you're answering tough questions and, you know, you're living in a city far from home, and sometimes you're away from your wife and kids. It's it's a grind, and to see the way that Zach now is, you know, he and Emily have been married for I don't know 15 years or so, and they have three beautiful children. To see him evolve into the the man and the mentor and the leader that he has become, it's 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 a priceless gift. And and I, I I'll say this: we will not realize the value of Zach Granke coming back here to Kansas City um, until I think six seven years from now when we look at our young crop of, of pitchers to see the impact that Zach has had upon them and to see upon their growth. And the other thing that makes us special is Zach gets to throw to Salvador Perez, the best catcher in baseball. And there's no doubt, you know, Mike Matheny, he's a leader of our team. But Salvador Perez is a leader in that clubhouse. And um, to see what Salvi's done on the field, uh, you know, possibly the greatest ever offensive year as a catcher, but also more importantly to see what he's done in that clubhouse. And he's, He's, it's, it's his clubhouse, and he's built this team. Um, I think Zach is going to just thrive, and I think the young pitchers that are going to be following Zach in the rotation are going to thrive. And I think there's going to be a renewed spirit of, of, of championship baseball 
that is going to be led by Mr. Sherman, um, Dayton, JJ, and of course Mike Matheny. So there's a lot to be excited about Royals baseball. And by the way, there's this little, there's this young kid named Bobby that uh, is penciled in right now as our third baseman who's looking mighty good. So uh, we, we forgot to even hit on that topic, but Coffin Stadium is going to be buzzing 21 days from today. It's April 7th. So I already, I just booked my flight today and I'm ready to go. I don't know about you, Vern. You know I'm ready. Now, I'll, I'll run to Kansas City and meet you there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Vern. And, yeah, a lot to be excited about the Royals fans. And um, there's a buzz here in Surprise. And hopefully Kansas City's buzzing. And three weeks from today, um, Coffin Stadium is going to be electric. Let's do it. The Royals Hall of Famer, Mike Sweeney, kind enough to join us. Mike, thank you very much for the time. And uh, we'll see you on the backfields. My pleasure. Go Royals. Thanks, Vern. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.